I'm Denise. And I'm Candace. And welcome to Brown Sugar Chat, a podcast where we speak candidly about any and everything. We're inviting you all to grab your favorite drink and chat with us for the next hour. Good evening and welcome to Brown Brown Sugar Chat. Chat. Audience, it is season two. I am so excited. Candace. Season two. Made it to season two. Yes, we did. And we are going to begin and have a new episode countdown. We ended last season with 14 episodes. It was such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And we ended with Mr. Eric Ayala, which we all saw the movie. Uh, congratulations again, and thank you for coming. We hope that we can get you back here, Eric. Uh, but that being said, we are on now again to season two. I'm so excited. We've gone on a two-week hiatus. Yep. But we're back. Need a time, but we are back. Yes, we're back. We So much to talk about. Yes. And a very juicy topic. Yes. And when we finish talking about all the let's chat about it, things that was been that's been going on. Then what we will do is we will get into our wonderful topic. We'll take a break, of course, before that, and then we'll get into it. I like it. Okay, but first things first. What are you drinking? Okay, so I thought I would I thought I was gonna start season two off with something that was like, you know, amazing. And I thought maybe, but now you're telling me it's old school, like old men stuff. Yeah. So Remy Martin, VSOP. For um, all of our OHET listeners, y'all know about Remy, VSOP, Remy Martin, VSOP. Tell us about it, Denise. Well, I mean, you honestly had to tell me a little bit about it. The most I knew, even from before you said it, was that it is from France. Um, but other than that, I will tell you, the only thing I tell you is this is probably my first time having it, and it is quite strong. Well. But you knew that. Yes, I knew that. I've been drinking this for a long time, I guess. I mean, not how do you to... how do you have it? Let's tell our audience members how do how can you drink it cuz right now I'm just having it on ice. Well, when we used to drink it to make it last long and go around <laughs> the car of the, you know, <laughs> the riders, we would mix it with a little Coke or Sprite or ginger ale. So, does it go it, it goes best with those that combination? I think it does. It kind of powers it down a little bit. Okay, yeah, cuz it's about to make me grow hair on my chest. Yeah. It's it's a dude drink. But no, it is, it's still smooth. I, yeah, it's a very smooth drink, but a, a dude drink. Okay, well, I still like, I, I love the fact that it's still it's still a smooth drink. And maybe a little bit of the ice will help it, you know, yeah. water it down a bit and, and, get, and balance out, you I know, so. just that weighty flavor. But it is it is pretty good. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. And tell them what you're chasing it with, Denise. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm being called out. But anyway, I had to before before I started before we started on the podcast. I said, "Look, I need one of my Michelob Ultras to get me in the mood." I nothing like a cold beer in like 80, 90 degree weather though. I gotta have like a Always cold beer, refreshing. and then I'll switch to alcohol, liquor, wine, and whatever else I'm drinking. But I love to start my my night out or my night out or the podcast. I love starting it with a beer. Good. Well, That's what fine. about what about you, okay. Candace? What about you? Well, nothing much has changed about me and what I'm drinking. I mean, uh, I'm on 19 Crimes. As many of you listeners probably already know, it's my favorite. But tonight I'm trying the Uprising. Um, it's an age 20 days in a rum barrel or something that gives it a little bit extra oomph. Uh, yeah, it does. That 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 shit called put you to sleep. That's exactly what I want. I didn't sleep last um, night. I you left one of those at my house one day, and mm-hmm. basically it was on the counter. I probably only had a glass of it. My husband decided to drink it. 
he told me he got the next day. He goes, what the heck was that on the counter? I was like, I think Candace left some wine A here. bottle of deliciousness. But it was this specific because, and, and how I remember it is because it says age 30 days in a rum barrel. Yeah, I said 20, my bad. Sorry about that. 19 years. Um, I guess either way, 19, 20, whatever it is. Either which way, 30 days, yeah. 30 days in a rum barrel. It's pretty tasty. I think it's, it's, it's a heavy one though. Out of all the ones, out of all the 19 crimes, you don't think this is the heaviest one? That shard, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with that shard though. I think the hard shard is probably the heaviest That one. hard shard. If you really want to tell everybody your business and you want to have your clothes all out in the street and everything like that, drink that hard shard. Yeah, because this is only a 14.5% alcohol content And um, that other one volume. is like 16, right? Another 16, yeah. But this one still kind of knocks you out, though. I will tell you, it gives you a nice little sleep. It puts you, it puts you to sleep, and that's probably what you're going to be looking for. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> but I, it's it's not bad. I will say it's it's one of the better one of the better flavors too. A aside from a couple of the red blends, yeah. but that hard shard, that's a no for me. I love it though, but I can only have one glass. It all depends. You do. It's not a weekday drink. It's a weekend drink where you need to sit in bed a little bit and don't drive. Please don't drive. Yeah. And only have two glasses. And you might not end up cursing out like everybody after you drank a whole bottle by yourself. I love it. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. So now that we have apprised efficiently. Are you going to post these again like you used to on our site? The yes. drinks of what we're drinking? Absolutely. No. I'm, I've already taken all the pictures. Okay. I'm going to make sure that we are back at it. We're going to be telling everybody what we're drinking, what we're chasing it with, um, probably certain cocktails that, you know, what we like to drink. And what we like to drink it with, I'll definitely be posting it every single uh, every single week. Sounds It'll good. be on. I do love the wand in there. I want to ask you a question. This is like about the second or third time I've seen you do it. Oh. Is does it work? The wand. What is it? And so, what exactly is it? So I'm into this wand thing, um, guys. And what it does, it's supposed to take out all the histamines and all the sulfites from the wine. Okay. So if you are a wine drinker and if you drink, you know, these um, real store bought ish. Yeah. Inexpensive the wines. $7.99, Yeah, you'll find that you may have a headache or you have a stuffy nose or something like that. The one literally takes that away. You can only use it one time. Yes, I did see that. Um, but it does. And I find that it helps me in the it morning. It does. In the morning, I'm not as nasally because you know I have sinus issues yes. all day, all okay, year. Okay, so you know what? I think I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Can, can you do it with red and yeah, a, it's and a all white wines. or shard yeah. or anything like that? No, no, no. It's all it's wines. It's all wines. Yeah. Okay, so and how far in advance are you, are you putting it the minute you drink, you know, your drinking? You're drinking. really only supposed to leave it in for three minutes and take it out. But because I drink a lot more than just a glass i'll leave it in there for the entire time but is it only meant for one glass yes or a whole bottle it's meant for a glass can you get one where you can shove it in for one bottle and yes. take out the sulfites you can okay i'd love to get that so yeah i think it's a great idea it's available on amazon or directly at the one.com bezos we we should be getting money because we really do shop way too much at amazon i just got a package like every day this week yeah, for the last three weeks, there are things coming to my door. It's so fun. It's like Christmas year round. <laughs> and I guess on that note, we will be definitely talking about Mr. Bezos on yeah, that. So note. Let's, yeah, so let's that's get a perfect into segue. it. Let's go into it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's... We got to cheers. We got to cheers. Cheers to our cheers second. Cheers to season two. Yes. I'm so happy um, that I get to share season two with my friend and uh, that we're going to probably be bringing so much more in terms of like finally getting off our asses to make sure our merchandise and certain things are. But you guys see our interactions, our face, our drinks, the whole And above yards. all else, we get to get live feedback. 
and you guys can interact. Yep. Yeah. So I like that. You know, today's the first time since we started that we don't have ridiculous cheering, clapping, um, going on. I don't know if you realize I that. I really didn't realize but it. But maybe finally our, our audience members will actually get to, not our audience member, I'm sorry, our listeners yeah. <laughs> will get to actually hear <laughs> us because our audience. <laughs> We're going to do the doggone thing. All right. So okay. What we um, about today? Let's chat about a couple of different times. Yes. A launcher. I think it's called a, laun it, a launcher. Not a, like it's a launcher, launcher? A, a rocket, whatever the rocket thing. Anyway, they <laughs> went to space for 11 minutes. Is it 11 minutes? Yeah. Was that like a test try? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to know because, you know, it, it takes off. You know, even the countdown is is kind of no, long. They so were you went only, there for 11 minutes? They, the whole thing was 11 minutes. They got to spend four minutes at zero gravity. And they Excuse said me. it was like a breathtaking just it was incredible That's gotta be millions and millions and millions of dollars because if nasa had to take all that time to get that little buzz guy out well, yeah there. but i mean i was just happy for um the old lady what's her name wally funk who the 82 year old who went along with him remember he took his brother himself the oldest person which rich which was 82 and the youngest astronaut which was 18 Oh my God. Okay. Wally so Funk is her name. She honestly went to school to become an astronaut, but never got a chance to go to space. Wow. And so she did get a that's, chance. That's fabulous. Space. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I didn't know that. The only thing I knew, and I know the stupid trivial thing, that it was shaped, that it looked like it was in the shape of a penis. I loved it. I want to ride <laughs> on the top. <laughs> that's all I know. Was it meant to be? Was that like a little spoof in some way or it just... Came out looking no, like a I penis. Think, I think the the piece that they were in, I forgot. Again, please excuse us that we are not scientific and science buffs and nerds. No, no, but, no. Um, it just happened to look like that once it took off. But it was <laughs> it's called the Blue Origin, and it landed. Yes. I, I watched. I it. think that isn't that his. I guess that's that's his that's, the entity. That yeah, is that he the, has spent so much money from. on that. But I think the the big thing is that he's literally taking people to space for a fee. For a fee. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. We ain't had that much to drink yet. We about to tip over mics and stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um, oh, so do you know the fee? No, they're not disclosing it. I mean, is it like, hey, you and me, we can go on a date. You want to go to space if you got the money? Yeah. That's kind of like what he's doing. Isn't that interesting? What, well, I guess I, the purpose that we talked about before we got on was that I would hope that it's, of course, more educational. Yeah, that's his desire. Again, he want to give kids the opportunity to kind of explore well, take a class space. Trip. You know, not take it to go. No, no, no. I'm just saying, not, well, I don't know. Not not, you're not getting a permission slip for that, possibly. But he wants to basically open up the way in which kids can explore the space, I guess. I don't okay, know. Okay, and I think it's a good idea that you're using your money because for that, because of these private companies, if you notice everything down to the vaccines, down to everything else, it's these private companies now that are kind of putting their money into doing those things. Well, if you got it, like I mean, you got only Bill and what was it? Melinda Gates. Yeah. They, Gates. These are super, these are the ones who did super rich people, but they're the ones at least are kind of contributing to. Yeah. I like that. They're giving back. They are, exactly. what they call them philanthropists. Yes. Yeah. And then not to mention one last thing before we move on to yes. our next thing. Um, he's catching hell. About literally the cost that, you know, for going into space, he's thinking all of the employees of Amazon, all the customers like me and you and all of our listeners. So why would he be catching hell though? Um, because he's basically considered a user. How dare you use these people? 
Use money. What, use what people though? Your employees and your customers' money because that we made him rich. Okay. But isn't that the purpose of all businesses? Like, I, yeah, you know, I mean, you can't be mad. You, you buy Gucci, certain buy people yeah. buy whatever, but. I don't know any of those designers. What are those designers really doing other than spending their money and sitting in hey man, the I'm south a, of France? I'm an I'm Amazon. He's actually, no. But you get to do whatever you want to do with the money that you make. Isn't that the whole point of capitalism? Yeah, that is. But again, I just think he does give back. I, I think I mentioned to you before the show that he gave Van Jones and a chef, again, I can't recall his name, $100 million. And do with the what and do whatever they what want, but of course they have charities and other you know initiatives that they are into. And I think Van Jones sure. going to make good with whatever it is that yeah. basically that money. Van quoted, he was like, to. "Dreams really do come true." Yeah, I'd, uh, I need a hundred million dollars. I can make use of it. I can definitely give back to the community. I can shine your shoes. Not, I will definitely set up a nonprofit, Mr. Bezos. Yeah. If you can give me a hundred million dollars, I'd like that. Sounds anyway. good. So let's move on. Um, I know we got a little bit of sad news, and I want to kind of get it oh, out the way. Yes, let's do um, it. Well, the passing of Bismarcky. Yeah, he died and from he a. Stayed, uh, he's just a friend. <laughs> oh, baby, you. Yeah, that. Oh my yes. God, I can't believe it. But he had diabetes and died of some some challenges. Complications, so some complications. Uh, associated with that. Wow. Yeah. And also Keisha Cole. Her mom, I mean, that died. That part I did not know. She did a drug overdose on her birthday. Jeez, she went on a binge. Apparently. Well, you know, she, from what I understood, she struggled with addiction even For on a the long show. Time. We saw, right. we saw all the things that Keisha had to do to kind of even help. I think her, I think it was her sister Frankie, her, oh, I don't, I don't know who it was Neffy. exactly. Neffy. Neffy. Sorry, not Neffy. Yeah. I'm talking about the other one's the mom. The mother name was Frankie. Oh, was okay. Yeah. See, I'm I'm mixing everybody's name. I didn't I didn't watch the show. The show was a while back, yeah, but I old. do remember that there was some issues with drugs and drug addiction. I mean, I think there was a lot of some, she battled some portion of the show. I think Keisha was trying to even find out who her father was. Yeah, she did find him, but she battled. I mean, my heart goes out to them. I do too. And anyone with drug addiction, please get some help. Please, but because America has suffered like a major increase in drug overdoses. Did you see that? And I, but. Do you think it might be COVID related in the fact that a lot of these people are alone? I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I definitely yeah. know a few people actually who um, there's some suicide stuff that's gone on with people having to be alone during COVID. And we have a show on that. that. So definitely, definitely. If you are suffering from that. Go back and listen. We had a professional on. Yes, we did. And I definitely with... want to see if I can get her back on. It would be really nice yep. to get her back on to actually go further into other types of uh treatment yeah because mental illness drug and addiction these things are real 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 things so if you need help please reach out to us at brown sugar chat at gmail and we will definitely direct you if you yep. feel that you um you need someone to talk to and we will make sure that even if we don't readily have the information to give you right now we will make sure that we get that information to you because i definitely will tell you uh, mental health is a huge thing and it shouldn't be just on an awareness on a month. No, it's every day because people ev suffer. It's yeah. definitely every day. So on that note, um, our hearts go out to Keisha Cole, her family, Bismarcky's family. And um, I think anything else you want to say about that or no? Well, you know, staying on the little tiny topic of mental health. Uh, hashtag free Britney Spears has been out there. Yeah, she's been out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm not. Um, I like her, but I'm not a huge, as I told you, I'm not a huge, huge pop fan. 
I mean, I think I'm happy now. that she just she's been able to get her own attorney to fight for the release of that whole conservative ship thing that her dad has had. I think what's worse is that she didn't know she could fight. That's what she said. She said for 13 years, just, you're talking about 13 years. She didn't even know that she could contest this conservatorship. The other thing is, is, and I am str my strong belief. If I could sit here and work and still support the entire family, including you, daddy and mommy and the rest of, and everybody still paying that other one child support better line and all these other people, you, and I can still create albums. I can still dance. You're going to still let me work. You'll make sure I can get to work, but somehow I can't have, I can't, I'm being told if I can have a baby, Birth I'm being control. told that yeah. I'm forced to, uh, I can't That's... drive that. Oh, by the way, today she could drive. I guess the, the judge, uh, gave her the ability to drive and Again. now she's able to go and hire new counsel. Maybe I'm look so at happy. this. Very so happy. I'm definitely happy because one of the things is, and I, I spent many years doing this and I will tell you that, uh, the rights of many people when either when they're incapacitated, have a conservatorship or whatever it is, they're still human beings. They're still people. So you should consider the and fact you would that you think that her their dad would be a little bit more my, lenient. And I think my dad is supposed to have my best interest at heart. How come you're still getting a paycheck? But how come you get to dictate as you're my dad? You're not it's my. All about the money, honey. But since when do you get to tell me when I can have a baby? It's all about the money, honey. I just want to know what the motivation is behind telling me the I can't money, do this. honey. So like, if I keep you isolated and you can't do anything, I'll just be able to keep getting your money. Yeah. So what if she refuses and says, you know what? I don't feel like performing she any. She way. said it. That's why her manager quit. Kiss my ass. I don't feel like performing anywhere. So what are we doing with this conservatorship now? Her manager quit I'm because sit my she ass says I'm done. Yeah. And I'm going to do nothing. And just bring in royalty money. That's fine. And how long is that going to last? I'm not going to be able to. You get royalties for as long as they're playing your for music. Long, it may not be a lot of money, but surely. But just, you missing out on tour money. You missing I guarantee out on you though, once, once she wins this case, she'll be back. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. And she always has like a, some sort of great comeback. So I don't know about that. Well, but. I mean, when she, look, this girl went from shaving her head, like God knows 13 years ago, and she's got a huge following. Don't even underestimate that. There's like team Britney all over the place. So I have to say she's got really loyal fans. Okay. They will come for you. Okay. okay. But anyway, um, we wish you nothing but the best. We're glad that you've got a victory in court. I think that is probably the first of many to come. And I hope that you're able to get what you need to get. Moving on. Marla Gibbs. Finally. <laughs> Finally. How Finally. Old is, how old is she? Like 90, 80? What's her name on, on, on the Jefferson? Lawrence. Lawrence. She yeah. was she had She's so 90 many years old. She's 90 years old and finally got her walk on fame. Uh, I hate the fact that she almost passed out, but she got it. Well deserved. I mean, did she pass out of joy? Pass out she of She said joy? it was the excitement and the heat. It was like over 90 degrees. Mm. Out there, so well, she was in different strokes too, right? And then two two seven, no, yeah, was she in two two seven? Yeah, I think Brenda. so. She was, yeah, she was. Wasn't she Brenda's mom? Yeah, she might have been on there. She's, I mean, again, she'd been at my birth. Yeah. So they finally decided to give her a star on the well Hollywood deserved. Walk of Fame. Yeah. So we are very, hoo hoo, very good, very good. Yep. Anything else? And like, what do we want to talk about? Oh, I want to talk about um, Shikari. Oh, yeah. So this is the girl. I don't know. Let's, let's say who, what, what. Well, people know Shikari. She couldn't go to Tokyo because she smoked marijuana. She smoked marijuana because her mom died and blah, 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 blah. Oh, was that the reasoning? Because her mom died? Well, she probably was just an avid smoker, but she used that excuse. Either way, um, Still she, was, smoking, she, was, she was actually asked to do 
um, a vape become like a spokesperson for a vaping company. And everybody was like, no, <laughs> don't do it. What? Don't mess up your money. And so apparently somebody talked some sense in her head. She did not do it. And guess what? She's on with Beats. Beats with Dr. And Is that going to bring her some Kanye money? West, honey. You she talking about. She better be running. I want to see her running in that video. In that she, commercial. I saw it. She, she looked really it. good. Mm-hmm. She looked good? Okay, yeah. I got to see. Because Kanye was singing some church song or something. But yeah. And you know what? Speaking of Kanye, he is he doing. He's yeah. doing a, a concert, a listening party. Um, at In at the um, at Mercedes. Yes. Yeah. And it's actually, I thought it was tonight. It's. Yeah, soon. So it's you, a listening party. So if you're in Atlanta, you want to get into traffic, you want to be down there, go see Kanye. Because yeah, I'm sure I, it's going to be. I just be, came out of that traffic. And so I'm now. sure it's going to be busting, considering he divorcing and all that stuff. You know, when you go He got that, a new girl. He got a new girl. No, he don't. That girl, that girl confirmed they are not dating. Oh, shoot. Yeah, honey. They're not dating. All right, Kanye. Well, the ink isn't dry on your divorce papers just yet, or it may be. But I would probably take a little. As and I, the word I use second time tonight, take hiatus for no. marriage and dating right now. Girl, that thing crazy as a bezel book. He ain't doing that. <laughs> You're so dirty. We just sat here and talked about mental health. You talk about he crazy as what? A bezebug. He what? people in the South know what crazy is. I mean, bezebug. What is just a bezebug? You want to just hang around? <laughs> just crazy. They never leave you alone. They just crazy. <laughs> you you always teach me all the the, the southern, southern phrases. Slang, right? I love the southern slang. Yep. Um, um, let's see what else. There was something else we wanted to talk about before we. Really I know get you. Into... You uh, definitely wanted to talk about the Bucks, don't you? Didn't you want to talk about the Bucks? Oh yeah! Kudos to the Milwaukee Bucks. They won their first championship, first time in fifty years. Nineteen seventy-one was the last time they won. And I do want to shout out to um, Giannis Adequambo. That little kid oh. was so humble. And oh my God, my, I mean, I'm just so happy for him. I like how you get the names of people that you like, because I'll sit there and give you some names with like 15, 16 letters and your ass can't say that shit. You just said that very smoothly with not even a tie in your tongue. Well, <laughs> I like him. Okay. And I actually love that name. Cute. Very, very cute name. Mm. And I like the fact that he has a brother that's on a team with him. Beautiful. That uh, did not know that. Yeah, he has a brother that plays with him, and then he has another brother that plays out west somewhere. somewhere. So your mama doing? No, their mom and dad are don't have to worry about anything. I remember when he came over to the U.S., all he wanted was a smoothie. Where is he from? They are from originally Nigeria, but they migrated over to Greece. That that is a that's an oddity. Yeah, interesting. So he considers himself Greek. Because I, I think he may have been born there, but his parents were uh, Nigerian. Nigerian descent. descent. Yeah. That is so awesome. I like that. Yeah. Well, Pretty you know, cool kid. You know, that's on my bucket list. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? Oh, well, let's... definitely two things. We, yeah, two, two things. Two more things I think I wanted to. I want to talk about. Guys. Okay. On a very serious note. Do you have anything less serious before I get serious? Well, I think both is serious. Well, I want to talk about. Want to talk WHO or want to I want to talk about this Delta COVID variant. Yeah. Okay. We all thought we were in a safe place because we were being vaccinated. We could go out and get back to the sense of normalcy. Guess what? Not so fast. This particular variant is taking people out, and they're saying that it has the ability to break through. So, which means if you have been vaccinated, your chances 
or you can still get COVID, which we already knew, but you just probably won't be as sick as a person who's unvaccinated. Okay. Saying all that to say, what's happening is the younger kids who have these theories that vaccines are not good, not cool, they are dying. And I have a little 16-year-old running around talking about he's not getting vaccinated. I what I told what I told his little ass though is that at the end of the day, when the FDA does approve um Pfizer, which supposedly it's supposed to happen before 2022, before January 2022, actually they're saying it's going to be months sooner than that, so at least still in 2021, he will be going to get that vaccine. Um, I just think he's it's still a- under 18. So on, at this at this juncture you really need to be careful. I did want to wait off because I didn't know the effects of how it would be on a teenager, but it's it's very scary even when our WHO director, and I know I'm going to mess up his name, but his name is Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus. He is basically kind of warning as to, you know, basically we're getting up there and possibly, possibly, I don't want to scare anyone, we're going to, we might look at a wave of a second t- pandemic. We are there. What are you talking about? I mean, we're like- there, but we have these people... Another complaint that's being made is that there's actually a hashtag that now um, Instagram and only now Facebook is getting to. But there's a hashtag that says uh, hashtag no viruses or don't get vaccines. Well, it's the proof is in a pudding. I mean, really turn on the news. Look at the stats that are out there. I mean, we're talking about Tennessee has less than 38 percent of their state that's been vaccinated. Their hospitals, less than than 38 percent. Okay. Of their state has been vaccinated, and their um, ERs are overwhelmed right now with COVID. So that's cases. a good that's a good correlation to show in terms of not yes, getting the vaccine. Yes. And so I think that if you are a parent that has a minor child that can get the vaccine, don't delay it. I'm fighting with my 21 year old who refuses. I'm I'm still like I'm still nervous. I will tell you I I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm 100% about this vaccine. But I, I will tell you, I went, I got my first shot. My my next one is on the 27th. And I wasn't all on board with getting the vaccine. And I'm also a little even skeptical about my teenager getting it because, you know, uh, puberty, certain things, you know, I don't, you don't, you never know. You, you have teenagers who have gotten certain HPV shots, certain things, and then later on they've developed certain things. So I, I would like to see that the FDA approves this before we start giving it to the younger ones. I would love to say that, again, coronavirus has been around. I think it's the variant of it. There's now a new one, too, by the way, that's yes. been released, I think, over in London or something. A new variant. Between yeah. London and India. I'm like, what yeah. is going and on? So, and so it's, it's, a, it's a sad situation, but if there is something that can reduce, I'm going to say do it because as a healthcare person it clearly states the next best thing to fighting disease after clean water are vaccinations but i also don't want to sit here and forget that we've got a bunch of people right now in georgia which is pissing me off when we're going to eat our servers are not wearing masks it's a state it's a it's your governor the people who voted your governor honestly i gotta call a spade a spade that's such bullshit Okay. okay, at least, it, okay, if you want to feel safe, right, that you you got your vaccine, right, and you want to be able to go out, for persons who are not vaccinated, they're breathing on your food. Even if we go outside and Fauci says, hey, you don't have to wear a mask while you're outside, but you're my server. You're handling and being exposed to food all day long and to people all day long. The probability of you getting COVID is very high. The probability of you, when you go into your office, how, how many people are you exposed to? Two. That's it? 
Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. That That's great. <laughs> well, and you know, even when my mom, she goes in, she's exposed to one to two. And I think it's only one because the other guy comes in the days that she's not there. So what I'm saying to you is a lot of us can have the ability to either work in an environment where we're not completely, you know, pounded with thousands of people. But we're talking about our servers. Get your people out to vote and get people who have these ideologies out of office, period. Just because you get the vaccine, though, doesn't mean you can't get COVID. Doesn't True. mean you can't get the Delta variant. True. It does. It does mean. I think it. I think, and I won't sit here and swear on anything. I do think it lessens the effects of when it is that you get it. Correct. But wouldn't you still want to wear your mask if you're in the presence of someone breathing on your face? No. I would. I'm still wearing my mask when I go to the supermarket. I don't. I wear my mask when I go to Walmart. When I go to whatever, because I'm sitting here. There was a guy today at Chick Fil A. I'm getting Chick Fil A for my son. You're in my face. Order. I don't. You're talking to. Have you seen a line of Chick-fil-A? I'm like them. Again, my my state has mandated I don't have to wear it. If you have such issues, don't go out and eat. Cook no, at home. I am, I am going out, but I guess now I'm a little bit more timid. So there's certain places now I will make sure I go to. Like we went to Poppy's yesterday. They had their mask on. Mm-mm. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. The okay. girl, I didn't even see her rest of her face. I just saw her hair, her ponytail. Okay. And actually... When I went there to pick up food the week before, that's actually one of the things my mom pointed out. She goes, I love this place. They've got a vat. They've got, they're wearing masks. Listen. And that's it. But um, I think the the last thing, I don't want to keep on going and going and going because you yeah, know we, we can, can go all night. We can go all night when it comes to this pandemic. Um, but what uh, one thing I think the last thing I really wanted to touch upon, especially since Tuesday was her last day at ESPN, uh, Maria Taylor. What do yeah. we what, what do we think about that? I think it's hogwash. It is hogwash. Do you think she should have left? Um, well, it wasn't about she shouldn't have left. They didn't extend a contract to her. So basically they're telling her. So I thought it was a, comp you know. No, it was bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so I thought she decided to leave. No, no. Her contract was not renewed. Interesting. So, but Rachel Nichols is still going to be there. I'm certain. So for those of you who don't know, really quickly, I guess there was a comment made that the reason why uh, Ms. Taylor got her job was, you know, based upon her being black. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know where I that think, comment, think, how that comment yeah, Rachel, came about. Rachel, Rachel got caught here or someone overheard the comment and it got back to the execs. And when it got back to them, Maria heard it too. And I don't think she liked how they responded to her. Well, how did she respond? Um, she had some comments. I don't, I can't quote her because I don't have it. Um, at my disposal, but, but I would, I, if I were her, I would make sure I quote you with my freaking credentials is what my ass would do. Cause some, it, it has nothing to do. As long as you're qualified, that's, that's all that matters. Well, to the me. deal was, uh, I think Rachel was thinking that M Maria was taking her shine, you know, and because she was taking her shine, it was kind of like move over bacon, you know, <laughs> there's room for a piece of, I like that word in season two. Are we going to use that instead of calling somebody a B.I.? <laughs> Bacon. Move over, bacon. That's old. That's a very. <laughs> I don't old know thing. that we, word. Yeah, that's a that's an old. Thing. Okay, that's another southern thing. Yes, another okay. southern thing. But move over, and you know, there's a piece of whatever. But yeah, it, it's it's a little it's a little iffy. But Maria did an outstanding job. Kudos to her. She will get a job somewhere somehow, and her talents will be recognized. She's young. She's young, yeah, and I I want to see her do good things. And I, honestly, where 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 else in terms of ESPN? 
Can we see? You got her? Fox Sports. You got you uh, know. Do we want her to go? I mean, over to I, hey, when I tell you right now, Fox is suffering. They probably will offer her stupid money. They want more <laughs> black people, viewership. Yeah, people yeah. of color. I guess. Yep. Well, Empire's gone, and enough of these shows. In terms of shows, in terms of things, I mean, have you? I seen wouldn't anything? know. I don't watch any TV. Yeah, I got that. I got that. I got that. So, okay. Well, I think that for let's chat about it. I mean, are we wrap, are we done? I don't know. Do you want to? Did you have anything else? No, um, I think I think for the most part I'm good. I'm excited about season two for Brown Sugar Chat. So I, I definitely am. As you guys can hear, we're still as passionate about the topics and things that are we, going on. Yeah, in the that world. are going on in the world. So, however, please note that we do want your feedback. Anything that we discuss or miss that you want to hear about. Please send it to brownsugarchat at gmail.com because it will be recognized. And also, I wanted to add one other thing. Going into season two, if you have a business and you would like to have your business advertised during this podcast session, we are willing to do so. And again, please contact, contact us via brownsugarchat at gmail.com. In the meantime, stay tuned. We'll be right back with you with our main topic for the night. Refill your drinks. And we actually just wrapped with Let's Chat About It. And now we're going to get into a really juicy topic. Candice, um, stop wait. dropping the mic. I know, guys. Uh, if you guys hear anything, it's me. I have dropped the mic twice. I think I'm nervous. I'm about to, you know, that, that the, the little black girl that they have on the emoji that shows it's like drop the mic. That's Candace right now. I mean, unintentionally, though. N yeah, I, I'm that's not meaning that, to. It's that's just that 30 days of wine. What is that? No, 30, sorry, rum, rum, whatever. What is it? Uh, the uh, the age a, 30 days in rum in the rum barrel. That's got this girl dropping the I mic. Think, I think it might be too. My um mic stand may be a little off kilter, but hey, no excuses. I'm ready, Denise. What are okay. we talking about tonight? Well, um, definitely this is a topic that I think so many people that I know have requested that we talk about. I think, especially during COVID, I think during all this time where we've had way too many, <laughs> too many conversations with friends, family, all this stuff, people have been asking us, can you talk about what, you know, what are toxic friendships, toxic family members? Can you really talk about that? How do I deal with that? What do we do? What's your opinion on it? And I think tonight is the perfect night to open season two with that topic. Girl, that's a juicy one. It's such a loaded topic. I, I think it is too. But I mean, we can we can start. <clears throat> excuse me, guys. But I think we can start to open up the conversation. Of course, this can be an ongoing thing. But we're going to probably kind of like just tip at the, um, tip at the we, iceberg. And we can table it so that we can get another guest in to tell us what they think. From a professional standpoint. Do you think so? I mean, I feel like we all have some experience with it, but I don't know. Do, do but, you think a professional can really handle I what think, toxic I think, relationships are I think are a, a, a licensed counselor or a psychologist, somebody like that, that can tell people ways of how to cope with toxicity. 
I mean, we're just what we do. It's all opinionated based. It's just what we think, how what we've done, and all what that we've good experienced. Stuff. By but the again, way. we don't have the answers because sometimes being in relationships that's completely toxic can mess you up. Absolutely, for years, in in fact. That's why I'm saying we probably could follow up with a part two with a professional. Okay, I think I like that. Yeah. I feel like though we have so many part twos that are in the works it's crazy between wanting to get mj back in between wanting to probably get a tie back in i think we have like that a, means, you know what that means that's so a, great it's an indicator that people like brown sugar chat so we love it and they they've asked us to come back for a part two so we tell, love tell, it tell we somebody it. they probably want to tune in but let's just let's let's get into, into it, it. no yeah. let's get into it okay first of all before we do anything, can you tell me, what do you think, define toxic to me? Toxic to me really means being in a space and a place around something that causes you to um, kind of, like I said, I, be I be believe become off kilter. Something about your energy feels like it shifts into a very bad space and place. It could be, you negative know, energy. Yeah, Is a that, negative okay. energy. I mean, negative energy can be defined many different ways, but for me, it could be something. It could be for you, it could be something else. But toxic means anything that causes me to step outside of who I am in the norm and in the realm okay, of who I, I am as I like, an individual. I like that when it says when it's sort of stepping outside. So does it? It takes you to a place where you would ordinarily not go. Yeah, it's because literally I'm having to adjust to either your attitude or I your, feel like it's not even adjusting it's actually as we say broken out you know you basically yeah, yeah it, it is that but it, it basically it causes you to step out of character there we go because you're you're definitely not adjusting because if you're adjusting then yeah, you know but, what to do but but you'll be surprised but i think you're stepping out of character yeah when you respond in kind to the toxicity toxicity yeah i i agree with you but um i mean let's just Let's just take a piece. I mean, literally. So when you think about it, what does it mean for you? I mean, what is toxic for I, you? I will tell you, I'm learning when it comes even to friends and to comes to family and even, you know, relation, even in a, in a relationship, because you can still be in a relationship and then there's certain situations that you find toxic. You, maybe you don't find the necessarily the person toxic, but you find that the situations that they might constantly put you in to be toxic. So how do you deal with that? But we won't, we won't get there yet. But in terms of what I define toxic as is honestly now at this age, I feel like you're stealing a bit of my peace and my joy. And Completely. then I actually, when I find myself in a toxic situation, I actually lose control where I'm also stepping out of, I'm not even a reasonable person anymore because I've allowed you to get not only into my head, but where I would normally be a rat might actually think rationally. I step outside of myself and I let you suck me in to the toxic nature of the situation. And I think that's where I'm a little nervous about having to keep that around me. Do you think that's an intention on that person's behalf to do that? Or is it just, um, I don't a, think it's always a, a, intentional. Or could it just be that they're having a bad day because they having a bad day? Um, you know, they want to pull you. But there's some people that are in. always having a flipping effing bad day, and you are constantly being sucked into their shit. And that's what I consider toxic. So I don't. Sometimes I don't want to walk away from you because, some, like, with sometimes with family, your family is your family and their blood, right? 
But then there's certain situations that sometimes I feel like, you know, it's like, bomp, bomp, bomp. It's like they, there's just constant talking. And you know, with the day that you have, sometimes you just want to relax, kick back, watch a movie, hang out with friends, have a drink. I don't want to constantly hear about the negative things going on in your life. And I, I don't, I don't like the fact that sometimes I feel like I don't answer my phone or I stay away from things like that. I actually feel like that's kind of offensive. Don't you? Like, no, I do that. No, and I, think it's I, offensive. I don't. I don't think it's offensive. What I see it as is that you're protecting your, your space and your peace. So if I choose not to answer my phone, because I know nine times out of 10, what I'm going to receive on the opposite end is not good for me. I don't want to deal with it. So guess what? You got a voicemail and guess what? I don't check voicemails. So you didn't yeah. call me. And I, you know, I tend, I tell, you know, now it's so funny that, you know, my, my mom should be the one who gives me advice, right? But a lot of times I find myself telling my mom, why do you go there? Like, why do you do that? Why do you let, why do you keep on reading these messages? And why do you keep on responding? Some you people, know, who cares? But, but you got to understand, some people find joy in entertaining toxic people because it's one or two things either it brings about an excitability or you are intentionally pissing that other person off a little bit more because you you can so it's it's a it's 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 really a question as to why do we do it is it necessary a couple different things but I will tell you once you start to grow up in a space that that behavior has no place in your life you don't tolerate it at all so okay do you think that and especially with that last statement that you just made so do you think in terms of not tolerating it what do you do in do you think you can still be friends or do you feel you can still basically have a familiar family relationship with someone even though sometimes their behavior tends to be toxic absolutely because what you have to do what i think again these are all this yeah, is opinion my opinion based. of course it's opinion but based. i think you do have to set boundaries and if you don't set boundaries for people letting them know that these are your non-negotiables then people will walk all over you and again you got to understand you got some people who just have those toxic traits i.e narcissist narcissist is a real psychotic illness and these people are truly toxic do you think that being a narcissist and, and and being a person who is toxic goes hand in hand absolutely really absolutely explain to me the correlation because define narcissist a narcissist is someone who um a narcissist to me again i'm not this is above my pay you. grade and again you said to yeah, you yeah it's above my pay grade but a narcissist is anyone who creates a false sense of something that occurs that they know is wrong, but blame the other person all the time, all the time. They never a take responsibility, who never takes responsibility and who has shows no accountability, no regard or no empathy, empathy. And they justify for, their behavior. And they, yeah. Through various actions. And they literally, that's toxic to me that, okay. So then a lot of the times, I guess you will find that someone who's a narcissist is going to sort of bring but that's that. A, I think it's a toxicity. really, really hard diagnosis to make. I mean, because people don't go to, um, to the doctor for this. But at the same time, I think once you understand what those personality traits are and when you're around it, it's a, it's a light bulb, you know, because you're trying to understand how could you love me, family or friend or anything else? 
yet take me through so much hardship. It's like you are intentionally hurting me. That's toxic. Okay. Intentionally, intentionally hurt. But you asked actually moments ago, is it intentional? Yeah. I, you I, think so? You think it's that's intentional? That's why I asked you. That Do was you a think, yeah. I guess sometimes I wonder if this person doesn't know well, that their behavior is toxic. Again, I... I could say a little bit of both, but I do understand. It's not even about the person. Let's talk about the recipient. When is enough enough for you that you decide, I don't want to be around it no more because it's draining me. It's draining you. I am not able to be the best version of myself because your whole attitude, your response, your treatment, it's not good. Okay. So one of the things that I've learned to do and... I've also even sometimes counseled other family members because I was asked the other day, why do you just check out? Sometimes you like, there's stuff going on in your life and around you and even sometimes in your immediate circle. And instead of dealing with it, you just check out. And I'm like, no, it's not that I'm not dealing with it. It's that I've recognized a situation for what it is. You know how long it's taken me to get there? To recognize that a situation is either stealing my joy stealing my peace, basically causing me to start screaming and yelling at the people around me because I'm so fed up or I'm so angry that I have to deal with your bullshit. So what I'm saying is now everybody takes it as I've checked out. I don't think I've checked out. I think I've learned how to deal with when a toxic situation comes in front of me. I recognize it for what it is and I just try to figure out how do I deal with this person knowing that this is what they bring to the table? But is it healthy? I, and I guess because is it healthy from a standpoint, what are your intentions? But what if I like you? But I was going to say, what yeah. are your intentions but for I, the what relationship? What I'm saying is, what if I like you, but sometimes the stuff that's going on in your life, can I can can I distance myself from that portion of your life that I find toxic? No, because do I think... think that it, do you think that is doable? I think if a person who... Because sometimes people will tell you, Today is not a good day for me. Please stay away. You know, I'm, it's just, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I just want to be by myself. I respect those individuals because rather than coming and trying to bring you into my space, into my, you know, my misery, let me stay away because that is toxic for what it's worth. But what I found that again, in my, in my mid age, I'm learning how to yeah. decipher, um, Friend versus foe, um, family versus just someone who got grandfathered in, or you just in the bloodline. Or line. someone you share DNA with, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. But again, I'm a, I'm a big DNA I mean, and family. Are I'm two big different on. Things. I'm big on blood. Does not constitute family. I have friends that I consider family. Okay, agreed. I feel the same way. Yeah, and so therefore... I'm and I have friends who are there for me more than I have family. Exactly. So I have friends who check in on me more than family. So I, I think it's all important to say, and I think it's a relationship based. If you're looking to have a healthy, wholesome relationship and you know the people that you are involved with, don't bring any type of peace, positivity and prosperity to the relationship. Is it worth it? I also... I. Oh, 100%. Like all of that, all of that, what you're saying. But I also think part of that is, or part of learning or part of recognizing toxic relationships, whether it can be saved, whether you can move forward is I find, like I said, and I can just speak from my own experience. I find that people that dwell in the past, oh. um, it's, it's tend to 
how do you say promulgate and facilitate an even more toxic relationship yeah constantly bringing up what someone did that somebody did wrong to you is so irritating. I find this so irritating. It's like a pet peeve of mine because at the end of the day, you're 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 talking shit about every single person, right? And you you say you want to move on, but you really haven't moved on. So that in of itself, to me, is toxic behavior. So if you're not able to move on. Yeah, I agree with you because I don't don't. Yesterday is done. We are in the present, and I don't live for tomorrow because it's not promised, right? But if you show me positivity, if you show me improvement. But I think a lot of it comes down to having really good communication. I've got to be able to tell you, hey, Denise, what you did yesterday didn't make me feel good. I don't know what kind of day you were having, but is there something we need to talk about? Okay. And if it's something that continues on and on and on, then you might be toxic. You know what I mean? And, and you I may think not that be it's, for me. Yeah, I think that's also another thing. If... I can't come to you and then the behavior changes. Right. Then we're just going to continue this ridiculous cycle. Correct. Where I'm talking to you about the things that you have d done or our vice versa, but none nothing changes. I think, I mean, let's just, let's I have a really hard time cutting people off. I know, I definitely know a couple of people that like to just cut people off in, in terms of even, you know, even in my own circle and, and, you know, it's sort of like you serve me no purpose. I'm going to cut you off. I, I love, I love really hard and I love few people. Um, I'm often ridiculed, ridiculed, here I go, I can't talk today. I think it's the, the wine, ridiculed. It's that red by, wine. It's uprising, it's uprising. It's uprising into but, her bloodstream. But I think I'm often ridiculed by my mom who says, I really, really wish that you would have a better relationship with your family. Um, and I would love to foster those relationships, but if I don't have anything to bring to the table, it's kind of like, mm, I don't want to. Well, what do you mean would bring to the table? What do you mean? Meaning, meaning I don't, I mean, for example, I'd love for, cause we don't have a huge family. We just, I, I just don't. Yeah, I, I did realize that. Yeah, you, I don't, you are, you are mine, my family with the nine children and then the million no, grandchildren. No, my mom had, God knows my mom had one sister, two brothers, and that was it. My dad had, you know, a couple, but I don't, didn't really interact with them anyway. But, um, she's, I would love to have better relationships with my, with my cousins, and they are, it's getting better, but. I'd love for us to get together, but I'm not knocking down trees and driving down highways and byways to make them have relationships with me because I understand that relationships take work. And on any day that you don't know who I am and my self and my being, you might consider me toxic and vice versa. Okay. So I'm not working on that, but not the topic for tonight. It's more about recognizing and what we're doing about it. I, I'm just sitting here. And as we were talking, Denise, I'm curious have you ever had a friend that you guys were really close somehow you guys got away and i'd like to think it had to be something that was toxic in the relationship that caused you guys to stray away and then either through growth or conversation you were able to reunite and amend that relationship or mend that relationship with the person it's so weird um I definitely have one or two of those. And it's funny, it's not because necessarily the relationship was toxic. It was because 
uh, each one of us was going through something. And you know, you said so, such a key word in your question. You said maybe we got back by maybe communicating or maybe there was some communication. You said something to that effect. And what I'd like to tell you is I definitely had a friend who during the worst period of my life was probably the best friend. Um, she, she knew my secrets. She knew the problems I was having that when I couldn't tell my family, she was there for me, um, and helped me while I had a small baby and trying to finish school and all that other stuff. But somehow we fell off. And especially when I moved to Georgia, we definitely fell off. And it's only like last year, right after my birthday, you know, we got together and we actually talked like really, really talked. I realized how much I missed my friend. And it made me cry because I wasted all of this time, maybe not figuring out why it is that, you know, when you said you got to put that time in byways, highways and byways and like I needed to, the, the relationships that I really want to foster and keep and especially 20 something year friendships. I, sh I needed to have made the effort. I think we both needed to have made that effort, but I more so myself because I valued her friendship. And I probably should have realized maybe there was more to what was going on that I did not know. But that wasn't, that, that wasn't but toxic. But that's not a toxic. Yeah, So that's what I'm toxic. saying. That's the only I want, thing I, I want can say. I want something toxic, like, but, in terms of, like, you understand that there are periods, and I do recognize that, and you will also too, um, everybody is not supposed to go on your journey. On your life. journey. What do you have seasons? Yeah. yeah you have seasons. Yeah. Right? And I do wholeheartedly uh, believe that everything has an expiration date. I am one of those people. And my great late friend, Wahid taught me that I processed that and tried to understand it. And I, and I get it because everybody gonna be happy about your shit. I get that. And in the yeah. tox in the in the toxicity that they bring along with it that's constantly dragging you down or constantly pulling at you, tagging, you know, um tugging at you saying, "Oh, have you thought about that? Are you good enough for that?" Eh, not your job. Okay? You are a friend. What about the toxic relationships, I guess, with that being said? The toxic relationship whereby sometimes you feel like misery loves company. Oh, that's a very true statement. Um so I will tell you, I'm pretty quick to kind of, there's certain things when I recognize them, I, I kind of leave you alone and dismiss you. Well, forget, what about, what about the... But the stuff when you said coming back and, and finding your way, I haven't gotten that yet. But what about the, the goody two-shoes, um, I'm better than you? Is that toxic? Yes. I'm just... Oh, yes. I'm just wondering yes. because... Yes, what, yes, yes, yes. Yes, oh my God, you can yes. Come, you can come and... Pretend. One thing I don't like is pretentious. Oh my people. God. Yes. Oh my Lord. I definitely so know like about five people like that. Yeah. And I really wish those people would like quickly um, I need, exit I need, to the left. I need the stump or the pedestal that you are riding your little ass on. Somebody needs to chop that down with the biggest axe that I can find. One of the things that I pride myself on, no matter how much money I make, no matter how much money I don't make, no matter who I know, no matter who I'm associated with, no matter what knowledge I can, uh, you know, part, you know, impart on you, I am always going to be the same person that you met 20 years ago. That's still before you. I value my friendships, the same friends that I just had another friend to call me just saying, saw this post and just worried about you and just wanted to make sure that you're good 
if everything good can you imagine your 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 friends your friends see certain things and they still love on you after 25 years but that's not toxic again but no but then you have so that's what i'm saying i want to i want to talk about and so when you have those relationships where people then actually think they're better but when people but people tell lies too though but but people tell lies so what i find where people lie is they pretend like oh we're good we're good yet and still they are tearing you down or they send you a nice nasty text you know about you know i still resent the fact that this this and that and that a third get over it so that's what i'm saying you're dwelling and living in the past you're toxic that is toxic because we're never going to move on so I can't, I can't foster a loving relationship when you're constantly going back, badgering me about something that happened. Once I sincerely, unnarcissistically apologize, I'm good. I'm ready to move on. Do you think it's just better that, look, so I have family members when they find people who, when they find people are toxic, they will do one of two things. They will either never take your call that's what they do because they don't want to deal with your drama and then i guess you have the ones that basically periodically pick up the phones or they join you in your toxic behavior and that's that that's basically the two i was gonna say you have to you have got to make that decision but i will tell you at 45 years of living i've made a conscious decision every day i'm granted a new mercies and new grace I decide how my day is going to go. I'm not saying I don't have little things that will throw me off or that try to throw me off, but I'm responsible for my peace and things that don't bring me peace. You have no place in my life, but see you, you have to get to that point. And it took me a very long time to get to that point because I've definitely fallen victim to where it is that I will get involved in your drama and I will respond back to you. And instead, I don't understand why I'm responding back to you. Why am I even responding to this text message that you're stating? But you know what? I get angry. I get into that mode where I want to respond. Now, a lot of times I can look at something stupid and look at it and go, I do not have time for this. No, it's kind of like I wasn't but that's invited growth. to this. I, that's, I don't that, have to respond. But that for me is my growth because I did partake in the toxic behavior. I think this this napkin is very fitting. I, for me nowadays, I run on caffeine, and caffeine sarcasm, <laughs> and sarcasm. Wine. Let me see this. Let me see this. That, that's fitting, I love right? it. I love it. I'm going I'm to take a picture of, and, and so, post it. But I just need people to understand. I, the takeaway for me and all of this is what is your peace worth? Evaluate that, make a checklist. And when you go through it, those things that have not been checked off, go back and revisit it. But my peace girl, when I can sleep in my bed at night, I ain't got to worry about nothing. It feels so good. I think I will say this. I think I've let go of so many things, but it took me a really long time to get there. But I have to ask you, what was your turning point? Do you believe that you partook in toxic behavior? Absolutely. And what changed I think I was, it? I what per- changed it for you? I participated in toxic behavior because I was in it. It made me toxic, and I think I was toxic for the people that I associate it with. 
Um, Interesting. Looking back over it, I can now honestly say, was it worth it? Absolutely not. Um, I can also say that only in your timing are you able to release it and not a, a second or minute after. You just, it's, it's really up to you. So I actually know a few people who I feel, or in my opinion, I feel basically create a toxic presence whenever they're around. I think, I don't know if they mean to, but you know what I also realize is that they have an anger inside them that hasn't been quenched, quelled, maybe. Or dealt with. Or dealt with. And I don't know if that means that they do need help to kind of work through that or maybe you need to go sit in a chair. Not my problem, but what you're not going to do is occupy time in my space, in my presence. Because... But when I feel bad for someone who I feel needs the help. I'm not a professional. I'm not. And I'm not. I'm not the person you might need go, to vent go, to. Go along right. your way. Go go along your way because I'm not. I just can't because my piece is newly acquired. And it's newly it's, acquired. So is mine. And because it's newly acquired. Very newly acquired. I'm very protective of it. And Same we, here. And we make love every night. So, <laughs> so <laughs> here's my problem. I am so newly uh, <laughs> at peace. I am actually willing to protect my peace at all costs. And I find... But- but also, can we keep it 100 and say sometimes we do find ourselves falling victim, you know, victim prey. to, <laughs> yeah, to, to some of it because we are so newly into it that, you know, we sometimes get sucked in. Sometimes we take in. a step back. Yeah, we get sucked and we get suckered into it. And God forbid if we didn't have one too many drinks. Then that, I really, you know what? I think alcohol plays that part because it is like truth serum. I want, and I want everything I think about your ass is gonna come out. No, I want Jesus to deliver me from alcohol. <laughs> I don't. I want him to give me a taste of bitterness of alcohol that I don't even have a desire for. But I will tell you, once you rid yourself of the people that causes you to step outside of who you really are, then you handle it very differently well what about not necessarily getting rid of them but learning how to respond to them instead um you have no place in my life and you gotta go there's certain people and like family members there's certain people that you, you're not getting i don't rid have of. to deal with they're you. gonna be related for life i mean you're gonna be related for life but i don't have to deal with you again the people that i tell even my mom my mom was just here we had a nice little blowout she almost gave me a nice little adult spanking but guess what? I have to remind her as well as myself, you don't pay bills at my house. And right now, this right here, you, you gotta go to bed or do something. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, it I got it got to that space and point. Yeah, but I think Because it, there's some leftover. There there is some leftover, but I don't think I don't think either of us are toxic about it. I just think there's just some unresolved anger, which is there again, we go. something so that, else. But see, that goes back to my thing. I said a lot of the times we have some certain angers that are still haven't been quelled. Right, but and toxic and angers are totally different things. You think it's totally different. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times it's one and the same. You know when Could someone be, is so angry, when someone has their own anger that's brewing inside of them. But toxic means that for me, you are somehow intentionally and constantly the same nasty 
just unbearable, don't want to be around you type person. See, that, so I think that there are certain people who are toxic and don't know it. Oh, God, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's intent. A lot. I'm not saying all of the time and are 100% of the time. No. I'm saying there's certain people who don't realize that their freaking presence is toxic. I'm toxic when I'm PMSing. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think that I can, I can spew. become toxic if I start to basically drain some of your little toxic ass energy. I, can, exactly. I am going to become toxic And as you well. are you. So that is why now I'm going to guard that shit with my life. And that's why you stay when you recognize that that's who you are. This is part of growth. When you recognize that that's who you are, that's what you're doing, you make it your business. You know what? I'm going to sit this one out. Because I'm no good for you. And if I'm a true friend to you, I dare not want you to feel this energy. But I don't, so, yeah, okay, I like that. I like where you say, I'm going to set this one out, right? Yeah. But sometimes if, again, uh, we don't choose our family members. And there's certain things that certain family members, certain, again, certain uh, other relationships. You could be married. Um, you could be in a relationship, whatever it is. Um, or you can have a 25-year friendship. There's certain things you might not want to necessarily let go of. But I think that what I can do is when I know that you're involved in something that I kind of recognize, and that's the operative word, that I recognize might not be something I want to be involved in. I just want to be, I want to be, now I want to be involved in your positive feedback with your positive energy. You're, not all the time, not all the time. You're not, but I want you to vent. I want you to vent to me. If you have a problem, I want you to vent. But I can't constantly only hear about the negative shit in your life all the time. Well, if you're not clearly communicating that to that person and if they're not actually or physically listening then guess what it's a moot point two people have got to understand that this is or is not working. healthy there's 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 a there's a two. level it takes two it takes two to understand that it is or it isn't working and once you guys come to that agreement then that's where the decision and the line has to be drawn it doesn't mean i love you any less it just simply means i cannot play with you because you are toxic okay i i, I like that i like that but when you say i won't play with you is it meaning like you're not going to be in my life meaning anymore? no that doesn't mean that I, it simply means that if this is the page that you're on i don't want to play in that sandbox my sandbox has now graduated. It's a bigger sandbox. But and then are we dismissing what maybe what could be a family or friendship or No, it know? doesn't. I think you still now you're you're making you're not considering, you're not creating those boundaries. You are literally opening that up again to for let you to, this person bring to every come in there and negative. No, you're not okay. doing that with me. Play in your sandbox and jump in my sandbox when you want to play nice. If you want to be nasty, be nasty, but be nasty over here. I don't have that. Again, I got friends. I got people that I talk to that pretend like they don't talk to me around certain people, but they talk to me all the time. That to me, hmm, that's quasi-toxic. I'm being honest. I mean, okay. it's like you got to be open and honest and real to and who And you got to be are. able to, be like authentic. I said, the past needs to be able to stay in the past. Yeah. You have to be able to move from the past. Um, if you're unable to do so, then it's okay that we can't be family, we can't be friends, we can't be in a relationship anymore. I actually wanted to talk about that too. I know two people who they've actually discussed why they could not be in a relationship anymore. And they realized that they were both toxic for each other. All they did was this person was constantly angry. That would be me and Kelvin. Well, <laughs> well these two people 
after speaking to them, it's so amazing. They're uh, divorced now. Oh, you talking about me? No, not you. Did you give me another? It's so funny, but right. it's, it's, it's so it's funny. It's but, familiar. And I'll let you know who these two people are after. <laughs> but um, these two people actually said that they're actually happier being divorced because they kind of felt like the energy they were beginning to hate each other. So that the energy that they were bringing to the table was so toxic that it was also affecting how they were raising their children and the fact that I don't want to be in the house no more with you. I don't want to do shit. You, you want to tell me to promote myself. I don't want to do it just because you asked me to. And it, be, it, get, it begins to the point that you stagnate your growth and your advancement, whether it be in your career or your money-making ability. Can you imagine how this, the trickle-down effect is? And this isn't a relationship we're talking about. Now, neither one is able to build and we're not able to be the, the power couple that we can be because I don't like you, you don't like me, and now the relationship is so toxic, we both have stepped out on our marriage. You know, that sounds, that I never stepped out of my marriage. Um, however, it sounds very familiar, but not getting too much into my own personal business, I will say that that fits my build a lot. And I think it stems from not being able to have conducive relation, I mean, um, communications where we could talk about what's what. and. Again, and I still think, again, everything has an expiration date. And Do you? once, yeah. You think everything has an expiration date? I think date. I told you and I credited my late great friend, Waheed Murad, okay. to that because we talked about it. Yes, they do. Well, that's so that's where my problem lies is that I do love hard as you do. Um, and I always really want to believe the best in someone. And I always want to believe that someone can grow and change. But I will tell you this. I'm learning in my age that I have to be a little selfish um, with my peace because I realized I was allowing a lot of people or certain people to basically take away my peace. And you, you know, know why? Though? I need to stop. I need because, to say no. Sometimes do you know why? I don't. I don't say no enough. The the stripes on a zebra never change, which means that a person. That's are. another. That's another loaded. I'm coming out tonight, right? I'm coming out the gate tonight. I feel Look, like we're just. Um, no, it, I, I think we know. have so much pent up because we've not really talked. And again, this is why I tell you guys it's two parts. We can, yeah, but definitely. we want to. We want to hear what you guys. And think. we've only scratched. We've only scratched the, the surface. surface. But again, but I, I I keep saying it over and over and over and over and over and again. It's about protecting your peace because. Mental illness is real. Access to guns and other, you know, weapons are easily accessible. You never know who you pissing off and what they got in store okay. for you. Okay. Well, let me, okay. Here's a question. I got a question for you. What if you have like a great friend? She's a great friend or he, or even he, he's a great friend. Mm -hmm. Um, does all these wonderful things for you. Um, you guys go out, you hang out, you whatever, but this person at times really does bring some toxic energy to your life where you begin to question even the great things that they do. Then you messed up because he's not a great friend. He's just a friend. No, I don't know. I, no, you know I'm what? telling you, you said he's a great, great, great she, friend, he, great she, friend, whatever. Of, okay. Sorry. He's a, he's a, he's he, a, he's she, got whatever. A, he's got a great heart. Well, well, okay. We, I'm sorry. You know what? Let me correct my statement. Okay. He has a great heart. Yeah. He has a great heart, but he can't help himself but bring sometimes this toxic, messy crap to my table. 
and or to another person's table and I don't know what to do because how do you weigh all the great things this person has done for you but then at the same time they bring such a toxic energy to your space sometimes that you wonder why were we still friends? Can you read my shirt to the people who can't see us? Confess your mess. Hey, Patrice. Boom. <laughs> so I think that that's kind of where it starts, Denise, is that if a person is not willing to confess their mess and they're willing to be carriers of it, mm, you're questionable. You're questionable. But if that person has a good heart, are you willing to throw away that friendship? No, it ain't got nothing to do with your damn heart. It ain't got nothing to do at all with your heart. What it has everything to do with is that, do you value me? Okay. Okay. But what if that person is going through their own thing that they can't really recognize that they're hurting you? Okay. Well, That's part of also some toxic relationships. Again, here we go again. We're talking about things that are, uh, are, are, are outside of our league. Okay. But at the same time, if I'm continuously telling you, Denise, you know that shit you did was wrong. <laughs> okay. And yet and still. You keep on doing it. You're doing it again and again and again. That means you ain't have no boundaries. You, Denise, didn't have boundaries. Because guess what? That person get away with it. Okay. Mm. Again, people have got to lose some things to understand what they had. Ooh. Wow, that's powerful. Yes. Okay. You got to right. lose some things because when they think that they can do it and get away with it, oh, it's like a double dutch. You in, you in, you in, <laughs> and guess what? And she's doing a double dutch, mo the double dutch motion and as when she's that, telling you. But when that rope come down and hit your ass and somebody doing it hard, you be like, ow, it hurt. It hurt to lose a real friend. friend. It hurts. To, you know or what? a real family member. It definitely or hurts a real to, partner. to lose a real friend or a real family member. It does. But do you find now that you have started to recognize that I need to kind of start letting go of those things that I find toxic, do you feel that your circle has gotten smaller? Oh, my circle is way smaller. And I'm... Oh God! That's yeah, a thunder it's outside. a thunderstorm that which lets us know Jesus. I feel like Jesus we do it about listening. Keith Sweat in a quiet storm. No, I'm feeling like Jesus is listening. She's talking about Jesus Keith is Sweat. Listening. No, I yeah, my circle has gotten very much smaller, and I'm so appreciative of it because that means it's less of me to go around. So you don't find that once in a while you go back into the archives and say, "I miss this person." Because I do. I, no, there, I've there, done that. No, there, there, have, there has been times, let me be very clear, um, and again, not really going too deep and too personal, that things have happened. And like I said, what I always, you always get on me, but I have always got to go here. What God brings together, no man can come between, be it man, wife, whatever, whatever. Certain relationships will have their ups and their downs. And you're going to go through some peaks and some valleys. And it's those people who come out on the bright side with you. Those are people who are supposed to be with you. People I who like are that. not looking back at you, casting fault on you, saying that, you know what? You did this, 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 and, and this. And guess what? And I don't want to be a but part of you. But you've also But I this, also, this, this, I appreciate the people who says, you know what? I love you in spite of it all. I miss you because what you bring was valuable to me. It's those people. Those are people so I guess you want around. That's where I was asking you. I said, what about those people that, again, good heart, that maybe brought some value to you, but 
at the end, you do find that there's but some you, But toxic. you're not constantly hurting me. If you're constantly hurting me, I got to make a decision now. Whether basically I let go of this friendship, this yeah, relationship. It's got, whether or not if it's salvageable or if it's something that I really need to let go and move on from. Do you not know? I keep telling people, and I mean this with every fiber of my being. The hardest thing I've ever had to do was let go of a relationship with a man that I was involved with for 27 years. If I can do that with him, meaning he's, he knew me. Inside From the Rudy to my tootie, inside out. He knew you as a young woman. Up until who I am to until this day. Now and the if woman that I can become. let that go, surely I don't have you no can problems. Get, and you have no problems. I have no problems. I think I found slightly a different way. There are certain relationships, yes, I've definitely let go of. If I found you to be untrustworthy, if I have found that you to be one of the things I detest lying, um, I really respect people who tell me the truth. Um, even if I don't want to hear it sometimes. But one of the things that I've been learning to do is I can love you from afar. And I've 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 actually had to do that. I don't want to anymore. I find if that I especially you, with family, especially with family who are not willing to address their toxic behavior. I don't have I have to love like you that. from afar. What I can do is I can check in on you and say, hi, how's your day going? But I will not take it any further. I will not allow you to tell me who you hate, who didn't do this, what this person didn't do for you, what that person didn't do for you, and why you hate this, this person, and that person. I will no longer listen to those conversations. You know what I want to hear? How are your kids? How are your husband? How's your wife? How are you? How are you doing? How's it going? And but that's it. I don't, I no longer want to participate in that energy where all I have to do is sit on the phone and listen to you complain about but every at some point, thing. But at some point you did do it. I right? did do it. So which means that And you're, once in a while I am there for you to vent to. But I it's want a, you to vent to it's, me. But it's a boundary reset. No, either you... But Sometimes I want you to vent. And but it can't be every five... No, but it can't be every five... Your life can't be every five seconds. You can't that means, nobody. But then that means you need to evaluate the decisions that you're making but with your life. No, that every single situation no. that you bring to the table friend, is toxic. Friend. Is friend, negative. Friend, you trying, to, you trying to deal with somebody else. Let's deal with you and what you allow. It ain't got nothing to do with them. They are who they are. I want you to make a decision. Hey, I'm just checking on you. Good to go. All right. Cool beans. Blah, 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 But not everybody's going to have a great day. And I'm not saying that they are. And when they're not, they won't respond to you. They're not going to respond to you. I get. I get your theory. I get your. I want you. I think it's about establishing boundaries and non-negotiables. Hey, auntie, uncle, cousin grandma grandpa husband wife husband wife these are things that i honestly but i will tell you the major mess up and i'm using choosing my words um comes when you don't establish those early once you let that stuff filtrate it just takes off like a cancer okay it takes off like a cancer and it's hard and it's hard and it's, and and it's, it's hard. hard to it's correct hard. a bad behavior i agree and I will, I will, I, and on that note, I guess I will state this. Um, you know, even today, um, I hear certain conversations or I might hear yelling, I might hear screaming. I think, you know, before I'd be like, oh my God, I wonder what's going on. And I want to be all up in the business. Do you know now I pick up my bag? 
<laughs> I pick up my bag. I pick up certain things. And I go for a run or go for a walk. As you Do you should. know why? I don't want to be part of... I no longer want to be part of anyone's drama, screaming, yelling. I worked too hard during the day. We all work well, really, really hard. Well, not only that. But I mean, it's not about that. But life I, is about But when the, I get home, living. I just want to enjoy my home and my space family my space and i don't want you to bring negative energy to that space if this if there's one thing i learned in 2020 during that covid time do you know that i know it's a it's a negative for so many people that we've lost during covid but the one positive thing that came out of it is that i learned how much i value my peace and i'm going to fight to keep that peace and that joy that i created not only for myself but within the small circle that I have. And I'm no longer willing to give that up. You know, once you found your peace, you fight to keep it. Oh, hell yeah. And I didn't realize that. That means sometimes, even if that means being alone, you've got to be by yourself sometimes because everybody ain't gonna be happy. They see you all, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you like, what happened to my mood? That's true. Because the energy around you has sucked you dry. And I, you know, toxic isn't just the negative energy. It's also, you know what I get sick of? I, what I also find toxic, and I don't know if you ever found this, I get tired of people who only call me when they need something. I find that toxic. Girl, bye. I'm not even having that conversation. So no, what... It's one thing we've never talked about. I'm not having it because I am. Um, but no, have you ever felt that way? No, I don't have. I have, have zero tolerance for that. So I you don't even entertain it. I don't. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I find a lot of the times, um, even due to your professional work, um, I, I love it when my friends need me because they don't need me just for that. But then there's those people that just only call you because they need something. They actually don't even, you know, they do start off with. Hey, how are you? I haven't heard no, from you in a long no, time. No, no. You hey, them. by the way, you know, I've got this issue and I just want to know if you are able to assist. I've tried to, I've tried to help you, but I'm not going to even touch it tonight, but you train, but I find that toxic. you train and teach people how to treat you. And because you allow it, it continues. So you, I get that. The takeaway is that's I a training. For you. That's a training. So, that's so, a training so part. For you. But what I was trying to say is that there's different types of toxic. It's not no, just that's not toxic. Like, you know, that is, I that's, think it's, that's using it's, no, <laughs> I think that's toxic to my psyche. No, it's it's using because yeah, <laughs> that's just using. Yeah, you gotta. That's using, and I've told you, Denise, you need to in order to talk to me. It starts by contacting my admin, and from there we set up a retainer. You don't even get to call me. Your friends, cousins, auntie, uncle, it costs to see me. Okay, but what if I like, you know what? Sometimes, I know if you Candace, like. I can always pick up the phone and say, Candace, I don't understand how to do this, that, and the other. You're there for me in five seconds. It doesn't matter, but these so are not, issues. That's not always but, but, the same. But what I'm saying is that when we're talking about legal issues that got to go before a court that's got to be handled by and decided by a judge. Oh, don't talk to me because this is a serious matter. <laughs> okay. Now, we can talk about, girl, I was trying to get this spot out of this um, tablecloth. What you use on it? We can talk about that. But once in a while, I will tell you, look, if I if I have a cousin who does investments and I might call him and say, hey, can you help me with, you know, how to explain this? And if he calls me and says, hey, cuz I got this issue, then I definitely, we reciprocate. We reciprocate with one another. So y'all basically, what I, no, what I, 
What I say is when it's all the time. You can definitely, I'm that person you should always, if you, if, if I'm your friend or I'm your family member and you need me, I have no problem. Should it be an all the time? Like if your ass keep getting arrested, we got a problem. I'll help you once or twice. But if you keep getting arrested, you got to lose my number because you can't keep doing that to me because that I find to be toxic. Your energy, the fact that you keep disrespecting not only yourself, but the relationship that we have, I find that toxic. So I'm not really no longer, I'm no longer willing to entertain those types of relationships. I know, I know we're coming to the, yeah. our wits and I'm, I'm sure if you guys and are listening so and have stayed with us, toxic, stayed with us through the process, you probably have some comments or questions, send it to us. We want to talk about it because this, we can talk about We today, can keep on going tomorrow. all day long. But I'd definitely, definitely love some feedback because again, as we started out saying earlier on, is that it's one of the topics that so many people have asked us I to talk about. I think we should about. go live. I think we should do this live and have an interactive session where people can literally go back and forth and ask questions. I and like as it. they're asking questions, like we can answer and they can interact amongst each so other. So maybe what we can do is part of maybe maybe next week. But we can figure that. But out. it should be contingent upon the feedback that we get. If we don't get feedback, we can talk. We, you guys we, we gotta on. give us some feedback, definitely about the questions and things we might not have addressed regarding toxic relationships, family. Because that's a lot. It's very, it's friends. very, it's very it's, broad. It's such a broad thing. But coworkers, we didn't even touch on. Oh my God! Yes, exactly. We didn't even touch on that. But what I will tell you is, it's uh, it's a topic that people have been asking us to talk about for so long. We actually have people who said that they want to be on the show on the telephone they want to be able to kind of chime in and we on what they feel toxic relationships are really like for them and what they have done in order to help preserve their own peace i think candace and i have told you what it is that we're trying to do in our own growth in terms of basically trying to dispel toxic behavior but you guys definitely we would love to hear from you whether it be on um, Facebook, whether it be send us an email, drop us a line. The blog is up on our on our website, yeah. www.brownsugarchat.com. You just can go on there and you can drop all kinds of comments. But when we post this video, um, I'm sorry, not video. When we post this uh, on the listening this podcast, recording, this episode. recording this episode, we definitely want to hear your questions. So we're you're going to see it on Facebook. You're going to see it on Instagram. We definitely want your feedback as to basically how we should proceed when we want to do yeah, this again. Yeah, because I will tell you that, I mean, again, season one, we had just started. We were new. We were green. And I think as we are evolving, um, everything about us, we are growing. And we want you guys to grow with us. So where we grow, you grow, we grow. Um, it just kind of works in that order. And so without you guys, there's no brown sugar chat. Absolutely. And so forth and so on. But it's all about community involvement, getting things in a know, and talking about things that you want to hear. So that's what it's really, that's what podcasting is. And everybody's doing it. So we want to be top on the list. So whatever you guys can do to offer. We definitely want to set ourselves apart. Yeah. So whatever you guys can do, like I said, hopefully we're going to go, we're going to start to go live. I think more and more this particular uh, season because people want to, people I love are it. asking to see us. Yes. You ugly. <laughs> I ain't ugly. I, or as one of my friends used to say, Lil Lindbergh, 
ugly stick ain't hit you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're not. And so I don't even know what we're hiding, you know, from or whatever. Maybe we're not, just, but I think it's just I'm vain. I don't want, you know, I got my one day, you know, one day I got a chubby face going on. The next day I got this going on. But you know what? At the end of the day. I actually really want to Well, we got to give the people feedback. what they I want. Wanna, I want to give the people what they want. I yeah. give, it's more important that I get to, we get to hear the feedback than whether our lighting is correct. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more important. But either yeah. way, guys, we want to thank you guys thank for you guys. tuning in to season the, two, the first episode <laughs> of season two of Brown, Brown Sugar, Sugar Chat. Chat. Stay tuned for the next episode. But before we go, I have one thing to say. Protect your peace at all costs. And with that said, we are signing off. Absolutely. So, and then is that it? That's that's basically it, Candace? Yeah. Cheers, guys. See you next week. Okay. Love ya.